Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy. For today, my name is Heather, and I've got some updates for you guys today. So let's see what we've got going on. So drastic changes are coming. I guess you guys can uh, see it in the air. You can kind of feel it. You can look around. You can look at our society. You can look at the lawlessness. You can look at the wars and the rumors of wars and the food shortages that are coming and the high inflation and on and on and on. And did you ever think that you'd be living in days like this in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, in London, hmm, your Europe, anywhere like this? No, I don't think we ever thought we would see this in modern day. But then you got to think about things. You're like, who's, who's really running this show? Because you know me, you, Joe Blow, and all of us little peasants just live our lives every day. You know, we go to work every day. We pay our bills. We go buy groceries. You know, we help stimulate the economy. We do these kind of things. We buy homes or we rent or, you know, whatever. But then you turn and look at us like, who, who is controlling all of this? Because, you know, now uh, we have wars. We have rumors of wars and how much of this is all is true and how much is is fake and how much, you know, like so much going on we don't know the truth we don't know the truth it's hard to see the truth the delusion is so so um heavy right and so we got to think about these things like where's this all coming from and then you look at these people this world economic forum right that's not even a governmental entity but it is an entity nonetheless and it's an evil entity and so these people honestly think these world elitists the bill gates of the world these you know rich billionaires they honestly think they can rule the world and folks this is what they're planning so they have all of this plan and i want you to think about how evil how evil these people are that covid 19 okay was manufactured in a lab probably in ukraine because uh, we all know there are those labs over in Ukraine. Of course, it was in Wuhan and all of these things, right? And so all these people in the background are like pulling these strings, you know, these like you can see them in the shadow. And uh, here we are, you know, just kind of oblivious to, you know, these evil people's mind and what they can think of and the evil things they can think of. So they unleashed this COVID-19 on the world. And I mean the world. And not only did they unleash it on the world, all, all part of this plan right because they have this vaccine that's not really a vaccine see but they had to figure out a way to actually get this um we'll just say this mode of um injection to what they want to the substances that they want to inject into people's bodies and uh so like how are they gonna do this well we'll just you know for the world well they're terrified of diseases and viruses and pestilence what what fear you know, can we bring upon the world that will allow us to manipulate them and to be able to do this, right? So, hence, here comes COVID-19. And then, um, you know, who do they attack the most? The elderly and the ones that, um, that you know, their in immune systems are not that well or not that great, right? And so, that's who they attacked. And so, if you remember correctly, I mean, I want you guys to go way back, like two years ago, right? Uh, with the governor of New York, and we have Cuomo, and we have Newsom um, in California, and you know, think about all of these things. And what did they do? They sent positive COVID patients to nursing homes. I want you to let that sink in for a little bit. And I want you to also let these things sink in that they know and they knew all along things that would help. So, you know, we have doctors coming out with ivermectin. We had doctors saying, hey, you know, vitamin D. We need to take you some vitamin D 
get you some vitamin C, uh, quercetin, you know, all these other things that will help, right? And then, uh, but no, no, that's misinformation. Oh, co- ivermectin, that, that's killing people. Quinine, oh, that, that's killing people. Although, uh, you know, people in third world countries can just walk into like their stores and just buy it off the shelf because, you know, they have malaria, right? And uh, not to mention that our United States, you know, military took it every single day during Vietnam. And then two weeks from when they got home, they took it. A friend of mine that served, he said, oh, we took that every day. And uh, but they're going to say, oh, you're you can't use it for that because that could kill people. Really? Like ivermectin is going to kill somebody, Um, you know, quite really, really? No. But they told you that, right? So that they scared you with that. Like, oh, my God, you can't take this. They're, they're misinformation. Those anti-science people. Yeah. Yeah, those people, they're just, they don't know what they're talking about. They're crazy. Look at that voodoo lady. Blah, blah, blah. Remember how they did that? Remember? I want you guys to seriously think about what has happened in the last two years and how we have all been manipulated. We've all been lied to. You've been lied to. I've been lied to. Some of us saw it sooner than others. And then there's still people. I still see people in their cars wearing a mask, driving to, I saw, I am not kidding you, the other day, I'm driving down the road. I look over and there's a dude in a motorcycle wearing a mask. I'm like, are you serious? The other day I saw a guy in a convertible wearing a mask. Now, granted where I live, the dirt is blowing like crazy crazy here in the texas panhandle so you know hey sometimes you do got to wear a mask because you're inhaling dirt right but mm, in that case is put the top on your car but anyway so i digress on that but i want you guys to think about it just honestly i don't care if you're a liberal conservative libertarian christian atheist you know i do care if you're a christian or an atheist because you know hell is for eternity but i mean for a moment I want you to look at everything and just seriously take take stop drinking the Kool-Aid, take the rose-colored glasses off, you know what I mean? And look at this from a logical perspective. It makes no sense. It makes zero sense. Zero sense. I mean, we use medication for other things all the time. These medications are very safe. They are very effective and they're extremely safe for what they were designed for. They're extremely safe for off the cuff things as well too. But they don't want you to know that. They want you to feel, they they want you to be terrified. They want you to be living in a state of fear. But I want you to think about this. How many people, how many millions of people died because these people thought that it was better that they died instead of telling you the truth like ivermectin would work vitamin d would work vitamin c would work oh think about it this is the pure undefiled evilness that we are dealing with so you know when people talk about satanism when they talk about witchcraft when they talk about new ageism it is all the same if you are not a christian then you are against god and so you don't worship christ well then you have to worship the devil because there's only two so you're going to serve one or the other. And uh, we're looking at the things that are coming out. The occult is huge. Is everything is big right now, the occult. And so they have made it to where the things when, you know, when I was a kid, uh, if you talked about ghosts or if you talked about, they're like, oh, you people are crazy, right? You, you, you are nuts, right? But now we have TV shows about ghost hunters and demons and all this other stuff, folks. I'm here to tell you 
The Bible tells you to stay away from that. God warned you to stay away from that. So if you have invited these things into your home, even if you are a Christian, you need to repent. You need to repent and um, you need to ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Not only that, but to come into your home, right? So you need to call out the name. All you got to do is say, Jesus, save me. Boom. That's all you need right there. So, but, you know, there's a lot of occult stuff going on right now. And people are like, this, this is the day we're living in the end times. And so you see back in the day, you know, look at, look at all the, the, um, the aliens and you have like the, uh, the unidentified flying objects and you've got all of this stuff going on. Where do you think that's coming from? It's coming from Satan. It's coming from, is these are all demons, right? And so if you are not a Christian, you don't know the truth. But another thing is I listened to Dan, uh, Brandon Holthouse the other day and he talked about that. Like if you, like, you know, like the more you try to get the truth out for Jesus Christ, the more the the more the demons are going to come after you. So, you know, everybody talks about, oh, if you get saved and you're a Christian, well, then you're just going to have this happy-go-lucky life. Nothing's ever going to go wrong. Well, I don't know what Bible they're reading, but that's not the Bible. And that's not what Jesus Christ told us. You will be persecuted. And you'll have trials. And you'll have tribulations and all the images. You're supposed to count them all as joy. Okay. But just know this. That if you are fighting the darkness, you know, as Christians, we are the salt and the light of the world. So if you are shining your little light, right, and you are telling the world about the love of Christ, right, and you are excited like we should all be, like the first day you got saved, right, return to your first love, read Revelation. You want to return to your first love. Um, so which is, which is, you know, the love of Jesus, you know, the excitement, you know, wow, you know, we are saved we are secured in a place in heaven, right? We are saved from hell. We are forgiven of our sins, right? We're a new creature in Christ. So, you know, you got to think about these things and these people that are lost. So the more we try to proclaim Christ until he comes, well, what do you think is going to happen? Well, of course, Satan hates God and he hates us as well. So there's going to be pushback, right? So there's going to be pushback. So expect that as a Christian, I did a video on a YouTube channel, which was taken down, you know, because YouTube and Christianity. But anyway, I did it over on Satanism. And I remember I was so sick during that when I was recording that and getting all the footage for that. And oh, my gosh. And then after like right after that, I got COVID and I was sick for like 18 days. And so, you know, don't think that, you know, nothing, you know, like these things are not going to happen. Well, we expect these things to happen. But I'll tell you one thing. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, which means the Holy Spirit is greater than he that is in the world. All you got to do is call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and boom, that's it. Because every knee, every knee will bow uh, to the name of Jesus Christ. So remember that. Don't be afraid. You know, get up there and fight. We have one chance. We have one chance to live our lives for God. We have one chance to tell the world about Jesus Christ. And, uh, you do the way God has um, given you the gift to do that because the Holy Spirit has all given us gifts and those gifts are to be used to further the kingdom of God. And so I have a face for radio. <laughs> and so anyway, I laugh about that a lot. But, you know, God, this is what God has called me to do. He's called me to be a watchman on the wall. And that's what I do. I try to warn everybody that judgment is coming. 
Christ is coming. So when we talk about the great tribulation, that is Jesus Christ warning you. And even then, in in God's most infinite mercy, he is still merciful during the tribulation. That is all being done to cause people to come to repentance, to know that he is God. And if they would just humble themselves and accept what his son Jesus Christ did for us, boom, they would be saved. But did you know that there will be people in the end times, there's going to be an angel flying in the heavens proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ, and people will still reject Christ. And they will take the mark of the beast. And the angel still telling you, not warning people not to take the mark of the beast. And there will be still people who will do that. Are you kidding me? That just, just blows my mind, especially when you're in the end times and, this, and the tribulation is going on. All of these things are happening. And you can't tell you 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 you're still going to reject God and 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 accept hell for eternity. It just I just oh it just blows my mind. I tell you what. But anyway, I do have a couple articles that I'm going to talk some talk about some headlines here really quick. Mm. So let's see here. Prophecy power block uh, players appear. This is Terry James. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but I had to get my mic back. <laughs> I kind of, it's kind of weird without this mic when I have to go back. I'm mean, not saying that the snowball eyes is a bad mic. It's not. It's not. Um, but it's just not the same. <laughs> so anyway, this was posted Sunday the 10th, um, April the 10th, and it was in um, headlines. And it says, such a great many end time stage setting issues and events are inundating our hourly news. That is as if they were uh, uh, were are wearing camouflage, if I can talk today. Um, blinding the prophecy observer to things actually transpiring. In some cases, we don't even see developments in their actual dynamic context. They've become so prolific that we're desens desensitized to their importance. And that's another thing. I, I talk about that a lot, you know, because... I remember I've been doing this for 35 years, been studying prophecy and reading and, you know, all these things. And I remember like what headlines would come like, boom, you know, like once, maybe like a couple of months or six months, you know, there would be this like, you know, woo. And then, oh my goodness, my internet, I tell you what, um, it does this a lot. Only, only when I want to, um, only when I want to talk about the Lord, uh, do I have issues? I'm not sure why, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Right. Uh. Well, hecky darn. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone. There's more than one way to to handle that, right? To tell you, it's like the it's like the devil just tries everything to come after you. But I'll tell you what, you know, there's more than one way to check it out. So let me go there. I'm Olive Tree. So if you guys want to check out some really good headlines, you can go to olivetreeviews.org. Uh, olivetreeviews.org. And that is Jan uh, Markell's ministry. It's her website. She has a lot of RSS feeds from um, a lot of good good news sources. And so I want to, let's see, I think it's on page three. Sorry, guys. Okay, so Prophecy uh, Power Block Players appears. This is Terry James. So let me go ahead and I'm going to click on that article. See, it works on your phone, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, it's probably my internet provider too. If I had any, if I had any other choice, I don't know if any of you guys suffer uh, with sudden link. It used to be Cox Cable. I don't know if you guys suffer with sudden link, but I'm here to tell you they are terrible. Mm. Absolutely terrible. So anyway, so such a great many in time stage setting issues 
and events are inundating our hourly news that is as if they were of course wearing camouflage so what he's talking about is like it's you know happening so frequently now that we're just kind of being desensitized to it right so he says this has to this point definitely been the case of developing geopolitical power blocks foretold by the prophetic scriptures for the rollout of the end of human history while the second advent approaches the alignment of nations um, should become increasingly observable. We've gone over a number of times uh, the developing one world order. We've examined in general terms the European Union and its likelihood for being the nucleus out of which the Antichrist kingdom will form. We've explored the fact that three major players that will make up the Gog-Magog coalition uh, force of Ezekiel 38 and 39 have formed north of Israel. We have looked, again, in general terms, that China ended becoming the king of the kings of the east, found in the prophecies of Revelation chapters 9 and 16. However, there's now appeared a definite formulation of end-time geopolitical entities that insinuate at least a degree of demarcation. So for... Uh, so far as final arrangements for the abrupt end of age of grace and the beginning of the tribulation era are concerned i believe three distinct power blocks that are important to the playing out of prophetic fulfillment have just emerged with the recent coming together of two primary nation spheres and by spheres i mean to imply those two nations and the vast regions that now or will soon come under their hegemony so now um, I am quoting here. This is uh, Terry James. He's a great, great author. Terry James. Um, go on and uh, you can go to Amazon. Um, you can probably go several other places. You can go to um, Jim Markell's uh, OliveTreeViews.org uh, website is too. As far and um, he can't even talk today, <laughs> but you can go there and order some of his books. He's got some fantastic books. I've got several of them on my Kindle. Um, definitely go check them out. But anyway, this article was written by Terry James. So anyway, back to the article. Before we look at those, he goes, I want to mention the nations of the Western Alliance as it is generally configured. The United States, for the most part, is still at the helm of this block. Europe is a growing influence with guys like Emmanuel Macron, uh, France, and others making a lot of noise in attempts to shape how Western culture and geopolitics will control the masses from here forward. This group almost certainly is destined to shape things to come. So I believe we are looking at the Antichrist Empire in its gestation period. This, in addition to some Arab states in the Middle East, will likely comprise the group of countries that will send the note of protest when the Gog and Magog attack occurs. You all have heard me talk about this. I've talked about the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war numerous, numerous times. Anyway, um, and I've written about it too in my book. So anyway, it is more than merely conceivable that Antichrist will anticipate that carnage and will march in to claim his place in prophetic history despite that the lord god of israel clearly will have won the day now to the most recent development that has piqued my interest he says uh, the lead-in to the following news more or less depicts the matter he says i'll let it speak to the developing situation because lavrov so russia china moving towards multi-polar fair world order so Lavrov and Yi were seen on Chinese state TV in face masks, bumping elbows in front of their national flag shortly before the meeting, which Lavrov will attend to discuss ways to help Afghanistan. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov uh, affirmed Thursday his country's keenness on the steady and continuous development of relationships with or relations with China, noting that the two countries intend to move forward towards a multipolar, fair, and democratic world order. That's all in severe, heavily quoted, Stu. <laughs> quote, quote. Anyway, Lavrov has arrived in the Chinese city of Tunks to participate in the third meeting of foreign ministers of Afghanistan's neighboring countries. At a meeting with the Chinese uh, counterpart Wang Yi, the Russian minister 
uh, expressed that Moscow is interested in our relation with China developing steadily and consistently. Our leaders, President of Russia's Vladimir Putin and President of China's Jinping, uh, agreed upon this. He indicated that today, as you have said, we will consider concrete steps to ensure that all those agreements are consistently implemented, unquote. For his part, Chinese Minister Minister Wang Yi said Russia, uh, Russian-Chinese relations have withstood new tests by changes in the international situation. He says, uh, maintained the right direction and demonstrated a solid development trend. Wayne pointed out that the desire of the two sides to develop bilateral relations has become even stronger. So did the confidence to promote cooperation in various directions. Folks, this is like extremely interesting, um, extremely interesting from a biblical uh, prophetic um point of view and so i will continue here and i'm going to further down his article and he says as i view it with this declaration by russia and china to claim their part of the multipolar world order the three major power blocks of final prophetic fulfillment are now brightly lighting up god's radar scope he says the antichrist system with all of uh, the so-called deep state intrigues and covid top manipulations the russian system uh, that will influence a confluence of nations to attack israel as given by ezekiel and china the growing uh, he says as given by ezekiel and he says and then china the growing power of the regions east of the euphrates set to dominate all within their sphere all is in readiness can the rapture of the church be far off so this is, and I say this a lot. Anyway, this is Luke 21, 28. He says, for when you see all these things, this is Jesus talking. And he says, for when you see all these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your head for your redemption draws near. So that is Terry James. And that is what he was talking about there. And it's talking to all of the, I mean, everything is aligning just like the Bible has prophesied. And I'm telling you what, I mean, these days are exciting. They're very exciting. But what really, you know, intrigues me is that people aren't paying attention. They're not paying it. Churches are not talking about this. And I'm like, how, how can they not be talking about this? When you, Jesus said, he, what did he call the Pharisees and the scribes? You hypocrites. Remember, you hypocrites. You can discern the skies. You can tell if it's going to like rain or like whatever the next day rises. So you, you can see these things. But I'm, he was standing right there in the midst of them and they didn't see him. And so, you know, Jesus told us we are to be discerning. We are to know. Like we're not going to know the day or the hour when Christ returns. Nobody knows. Not even Jesus. Only God the Father knows, right? When he sends his son to come back and get us, right? So nobody knows the day or the hour, but we are to know the season. He did tell us that we would know the season. He would tell us what was going to happen right before he came back. And all of these things are actually happening like right now. And so we're to know the seasons. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we should totally be ready, right? So we should be ready for his great return. I'll make any moment he could come to rapture his church. So we need to get excited, folks. Excited. So anyway, unknown drastic changes are coming. This is by Damon Duck. And uh, it was posted April uh, the 9th. And uh, you can find that at raptureready.com. I'm going to read just a little bit of this because my phone is going dead, of course. <laughs> if it's not one thing coming against us, it's another. So concerning the uh, concerning the coming New World Order, world government, on March 31st, 2022, Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, said, We do not yet know the full extent and the actual changes which will happen. However, we do know the global energy systems 
food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Unquote. Yes, they know this, folks, because they are manipulating it. They're making it happen. They're planning it. They've planned it. You know, that's how they know. So, anyway, globalists don't know the full impact of what they are doing, but they are planning to drastically change the world, including our energy, food, and supply chain systems. Jesus called what they are doing the Great Tribulation in the tribulation of those days, uh, Matthew 24, 21, and 29. He said it will be the worst, it will be worse than anything that has ever happened or ever will happen on earth. That is um, Matthew 24, 21. And he goes, here's a link to the Schwab statement. If you want to read that, you can go to raptorready.com and you can click on that link and you can listen to old Klaus say it himself. So anyway, a reader might ask, why would a loving God allow unelected evil people to impose these drastic changes upon the world? And he says, think about what has been going on in America and the world. We have thrown God out of many schools, um, out of many of our courts, out of most of our government, out of most of our homes, out of most of our churches. So we have bathed their land in the blood of aborted babies. Our government has been buying and selling the body parts of aborted babies. A nation can't get more barbaric than that. Remember bail, folks. Oof. Anyway, so we have elected people to lead us that they say they are Christians, but they vote for abortion, the gay agenda, appoint godless judges, refuse to punish criminals, etc. They sell their vote to large campaign contributors and ignore what is best for ordinary citizens. We have openly blasphemed God in books, movies, TVs, and the media, and we have come to regard this blasphemy as normal. Some of our schools have been teaching porn, and they insist on teaching it to children in kindergarten through grade three. That's why DeSantis passed that bill. Anyway, uh, the don't say gay bill. And by the way, folks, nowhere in the bill does it say don't say gay. It says don't teach sex or say anything about any kind of, any kind of sex to kids kindergarten through third grade i'm gonna tell you right now and i'm gonna say it again i'll say it a hundred times i'll say it say it say it if you want to talk sex to children between kindergarten and third grade you're a damn pervert that's what you are you're a freak anyway so back to the article many of our leaders are working to establish a new world order world government that according to the bible will be headed up by a satan worshiper will worship any god but the god of the bible will establish laws that oppose traditional judeo-christian teachings will persecute and kill believers will erase borders even though god created borders to restrain world government will protect drug users we can no longer believe many in the media some would rather lie than tell the truth america has been corrupted worse corruption is coming and people are perishing for lack of knowledge but many won't hear about it at church I am sure I could think of many more, but in the answer to the question, why would a loving God allow unelected evil people to impose these drastic changes upon the world? And he says, I would ask, why not when so many people are ignoring his word and will? Once again, this article is at raptureready.com and it was written by Damon Duck. So continuing, it says, here are some stories that caught my attention in the recent days. One, on March 31st, 2022, I heard a commentator on TV talking about the war in Ukraine. He said, there are bodies all over the streets in some places the remaining people can't get out to bury them. He reminded me that the prophet Isaiah uh, was talking about uh, the tribulation period when he said, and in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our approach that is isaiah 4 1 there will be so many men killed during the tribulation period that seven women will be willing to share one man so they can have children 
It is interesting that this is the only verse about the tribulation period in Isaiah chapter 4, and the remaining five verses are about the millennial reign of Jesus. The major unknown changes that Schwab was talking about uh, will lead to seven years of chaos and trouble, which is Zephaniah uh, chapter 1, verse 15. And that will be followed by 1,000 wonderful years of Jesus dwelling and reigning on earth. And that is Isaiah chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. Uh, 2. On March 30th, 2022, it was reported that Israel is planning to evacuate a prison in Megiddo that officials believe was built over a third century church that could be the oldest church in the world. Prison officials have found several mosaics under the prison, and one of the mosaics contains the words to the God Jesus Christ written in Greek. This is the third mosaic to be found in northern Israel that mentions Jesus. The mosaic is unique because it calls Jesus God. The place will probably be transformed into a tourist site. Number three. March 30, 2022, the UN High Commissioner for Refugees, UNHRC, said more than 4 million Ukrainians have left Ukraine, more than 10 million Ukrainians have left their homes, about 13 million Ukrainians are stranded. Uh, stranded. We are confronted with the realities of a massive humanitarian crisis that is growing by the second. Note, concerning Jews returning to the promised land at the end of the age on April 1st, 2022, it was reported that almost 8,000 Ukrainian Jews have relocated to Israel in the past five weeks, and thousands more are expected. Well, praise the Lord. That's a, that's a prophecy, too. Anyway, four, he says his article for last week stated that on March 24, 2022, President, uh, you want to call him President Biden, uh, he's a Democrat, of course, said the world will experience food shortages as a result of Russians, uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He says it's going to be real. Bloomberg analyst Alex Maxwell called it a slow-moving disaster. On March 29th, uh, U.S. Senator Roger Marshall uh, said there, uh, there actually is going to be a famine one to two years from now. He goes, I think two years from now will be even worse. In the space of five days, two high-ranking U.S. politicians, the president of the U.S., uh, a member of U.S. Senate Agriculture Committee, who's a Republican, warned that food shortages and famine are on the way, perhaps 12 to 24 months in the U.S. I'm going to throw this in like I always do. Get you some food, people. Get you some food. I've been saying it for over a year. You better stock up on some food. Anyway, back to the article. Boo, uh, view this with food. <laughs> view this with the knowledge that Jesus said famine is the beginning of the birth pains and sorrows. Uh, Matthew 24 and verses 8. Hyperinflation, economic collapse, and famine are one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse as the tribulation period. Revelation 6, 5, and 6. Uh, verses 5 and 6. The head of the WEF just said changes are coming that will deeply affect our food system. Know that this rotter, which is Damon Duck, believes the pre-tribulation period rapture is the correct view. So you can check out. There's so many more articles he's got listed here that tells you about everything. So uh, just uh, just there, here's another one. Just this is here's just an FYI. It says the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth. And it shall tread it down and shall break it in pieces. That is Daniel chapter 7, verses 23. Daniel's vision of the evil destructive government that globalists are bringing in made him sick. Daniel 7, uh, chapter 7, verse 28. According to John the Revelator, they will embrace an antichrist Satan worshiper as their Messiah. That is... Uh, that's the Jews, because the Jews um, don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They don't believe that he is their Messiah. 
So they don't believe that. They are technically still waiting for their Messiah. And so that's why they will embrace the Antichrist. Because instead of Jesus Christ, it will be the Antichrist. Mm. So I've done many programs about that here lately. So, but anyway, um, definitely, definitely, folks, get you some food. Uh, but you better be prepared. You better be prepared. And what's the most way and most important way to prepare is to accept Christ as your Savior. The Bible says anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. And that word shall is a very strong language. So anyway, um, if you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, I implore you to make that decision today. Do not wait another moment. You may not be able to take another breath. And uh You'll be condemned to hell forever if you don't have Jesus. And why would a loving God send anybody to hell? Well, God doesn't send you to hell. You send yourself to hell by denying the work of Jesus Christ on this on the cross. His death on the cross, his blood was shed for you and for me and for uh, forgiveness of our sins. And so people will say, what do you got to be saved for? What do I need to be saved? I'll tell you what, if you ever sinned in your entire life, which means you missed the mark, if you've ever told a lie, if you've ever looked at anybody with lust, if you've ever been angry with somebody that's like murdering your brother or your sister, right? Um, any of these things, if you ever stolen anything, anything, right? Well, guess what? You've missed the mark, which means you're separated from God. Your sin has separated you from our holy, righteous God. And so there's no way to get back. We have no way. So if you look in the old days, like in Jewish, they used to put their sin right on the animal. And of course, then they would sacrifice the animal. And uh, that's how that was working. So Jesus came to be the ultimate sacrifice, right? And so he died on the cross, shed his blood so that me and you could have remission. Could we, we could be forgiven for our sin. And so, of course, God raised him three days later um, from the dead. And he ascended to heaven 40 days later. And he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. And he sits because it is finished. It is finished. So, folks, if you want if you want to literally be in heaven when you die, there's only one way to get there. And Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. So, I implore you today to make that decision because he loves you so much. He loves you so much. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you, I don't care. God does not care. Okay. I mean, well, he cares, but I mean, you know, nothing, there's nothing that you've done that is too bad that Jesus Christ will not forgive you for. I don't care what it is. And you know, the good thing about this, you don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to do any of that because as a Christian and because of the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, guess what? We can go directly to the throne of God, our Father. So remember that. The Bible even says not to call anyone else on earth your Father before he goes. Because he says you have one Father and he is in heaven. So remember that, folks. You don't have to go to anybody else to ask you forgiveness. There's nothing you can do. There's no vain repetitions, the Bible says. Don't vain repetition. You go to God. And even as a Christian, even when you are born again and, and you're a born again believer, uh, we all sin. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. But we all sin, right? So what do you do? You know, if you're a believer in Christ, you know, when you've sinned, like, oh, 
You know, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to automatically stop what you've done and repent. Oh, Lord, you know, I did this. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. So what does repent mean? It means you're supposed to turn away, right? But it also means you agree with God with what he said that sin is. You know, I told a lie. You know, Father God, I'm sorry. I, I told a lie. Please forgive me. Boom, you're forgiven. Just like that. The Bible says, Jesus says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed your transgressions from you. God says, I blot them out and remember them no more. So remember that. When Satan tries to bring up your past, are you remember when you did that? And you'd be like, no, because God doesn't remember it either and I've been forgiven. And you just go on, right? You go on. Anyway, I'm going to get off of here, guys. Like 36 minutes. I just wanted to jump on. I got the new mic back. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, talk about a little bit what's going on in the world today. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful night. And I pray that the good Lord will bless you will keep you and may he give you his peace not 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 the world's peace but god's peace may he give you his peace and uh and in that i'm going to ask you guys and of course and in jesus name we pray so lord you know I tell you guys all the time get in the word of god let the word of god get into you even if you just read like a paragraph and you just mull over that paragraph like all day like that's what i did this morning i opened up my bible i'm in matthew chapter 7 and so i just read you know like a couple of verses and I thought about those verses all day. So, you know, you don't have to read chapters and chapters and all kinds of stuff. It's not a, it's not a competition. It's not how much you can read. It's how much you can actually study. So you want to study that and you want to pray about it all day. And you want the Holy Spirit to speak to you about that. And then, boom, that's what you want to do. That's the important thing. So anyway, I'm going to get off of here, guys. So, uh, as always in this end, you know, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly.